Welcome to the Project Unite podcast. My name is Janelle Lewandowski, and I'm here with my co-host Liz Toffness. We're parents in the Crosby-Ironton School District. Project Unite is a group of district educators, parents, and community members. Our goal is to strengthen the school community partnership for the benefit of all of our students. Through this podcast, we'll be bringing you up-to-date news and interviews to share with you all the good work being done in our district. All right, welcome to the podcast. We are on with Andrew Dirks, um, science teacher here at Crosby Ironton High School, and Megan Searstead, English teacher at Crosby Ironton. Um, why don't you, Mr. Dirks, why don't we start with you? Um, tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, um, so I do teach science. Um, yeah. So right now I'm teaching seventh grade. I've got all the seventh graders for life science, but then I also have the physics classes for 11th and 12th graders. Um, and this is my fourth year at CI, and I taught in St. Paul for 12 years before that. Um, and kind of the connection to culture shock specifically is that when I was at St. Paul, I took 10 of those years, I did a program called Link Crew, which was um, like freshman transition, but also um, leadership development for juniors and seniors and the big thing it's a national program and the big thing with that is like um watching that mentorship piece where there's there's these crews of freshmen that are making it was a 912 not a 712 school so it's like this is a new school for them their grades count for their transcript all these big transitions and they just need help and so instead of having teachers teach them which is fine um it's getting students to rise up mm -hmm. into that spot and mentor them through that of like i've been through this before and and so um, that was kind of the, the big thing from my history that poured into Culture Shock was just seeing how well Link Crew worked there and hearing stories from, and they have statistics of schools across the country of just amazing turnarounds and stuff. And just this, this key component of students helping other students is such a different dynamic than teachers help. And we want to help too, mm -hmm. but they just, it's just a different thing when mm -hmm. it's, it's your peers or your slightly, uh, you know, couple years over you, like you just respect those those kids different. You look up to them different, and so mm -hmm. that's what we wanted to bring into Culture Shock was from that kind of past experience that I had. And what brought you back to the area? So back yeah, to the area. Yeah, back to the, the area. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm I grew up in Brainerd, and my wife um, is from Brainerd too, and so we have family here still. And it was I mean that's why we're here. I guess it was just kind of settled. Like we thought someday when we retire we'll get mm -hmm. back up there. We I, mean, I loved my job. We had a great community. Like things were great and it was just like it just settled and I was like I think it's time to go and so we started looking for jobs and this one was open and and it's kind of fun because we actually just started thinking like Crosby would be a really cool place to end up and then that's the well, one that opened up so it just it just like lined up so we're, we're really glad to be here oh yeah. we're so thankful yeah all righty Mrs. Searstead um, I'm Megan Searstead and I this is my sixth year at Crosby Ironton. I spent one year at Pequot Lakes before this. I graduated from Pine River Backus High School um, and so that's kind of what kept me in the area. My family is still here so I have a sister who lives and works in Brainerd and then both my parents are still in Pine River and I really couldn't see myself leaving them. I love family. Family is really important to me um, and so I was just kind of looking for jobs around the area after I had graduated. And like I said, I worked at Pequot for one year and I really loved it there. I had absolutely nothing bad to say about it, um, but they didn't have a job for me the next year. And Crosby opened one up in January and 
I jumped on it right away and they offered it to me and there really wasn't a hesitation from me. I just, it felt right and I went for it and I had no idea why. I didn't know anybody in this town. Honestly, I think I had been to Crosby maybe like four times for sporting events in my life um, and I knew nothing about it. And I'm like, you know, this feels like home for some reason. And I ended up meeting my husband, uh, well, my now husband, um, uh, Brian Searstead, who teaches at the school too. Um, and we just decided that this is where we were going to build our life. And I can't imagine ever being anywhere else. I love it. So I teach seventh and eighth grade English, um, which is kind of my bread and butter. I love those middle grades. I had taught some older grades when I first got to Crosby. And honestly, I just love that junior high age group. And when Andrew Dirks ended up coming to CI, we kind of had the same vision of the culture that we wanted to see stem from the students that we taught and also some problems that aren't just facing our students at Crosby but are nationwide right and so a lot of times we hear people say like oh kids these days and I hate that term kids Mm -hmm. these days it's like well it's tough to be a kid it's tough Mm -hmm. to be an adult right Mm -hmm. I mean there's bills to pay and I don't know what I'm doing half the time and then imagine being 12 years old 13 years old and Everybody assumes that you should have it figured out. You should know how to turn in assignments. You should know um, how to be punctual. You should know how to be respectful. And we never really stop and teach these things to kids. And so that's kind of Andrew had the background in a little bit more formal link crew um, with the mentorship and had more of the components about how to do it. Um, And then I really just I have the passion for wanting to help kids find their way because I remember how crazy awful it was Mm -hmm. to be 13 years old. And then the things that kids face today are harder than they even were when I was 13. Um, and so we're just, we're trying to find a way, any way that we can to help them out. And Culture Shock is kind of where we're starting right now. And you have background though with like, you ran student council for a while. You did some yeah. other like leadership development stuff. Oh, yeah. Sure. So, so I ran student council. I've been the um, prom advisor for the last four years or so. Um, So I do have a little bit of background in leadership. I've taken a lot of different students to leadership conferences. Um, I was um, in student council and National Honor Society growing up, so I I enjoy those types of things. And it's something that I miss because working with seventh and eighth graders, um, I didn't feel like I had the opportunities to mentor leaders as much. Mm. Um, And so this culture shock has given me that opportunity to connect with a lot of leaders again, which has been fun. Well, in a nutshell, what is Culture Shock and how did it start? There's the name, which has like significance and purpose to it. And then there's like what we do. And so um, the name comes from just like, just kind of paint this picture. So I looked up the, looked up the weather uh, right now in Miami. It is 85 degrees, 70 something percent humidity. It's like very different than here. And so if you like hop on a plane, get off in Miami, um, you're going to notice it's like it's urban you it's a couple miles from the ocean you're going to smell the salt water mm-hmm. you're going to it's like busy it's traffic it's whatever right and then and, and it's humid and it's hot and like you're going to notice that there's a difference and we just had this like kind of twofold thing of like just imagine coming to a school where it is so different because it is inclusive and it is like welcoming and the kids want to be there and the the activities that are happening like are being built by the student body and all this. It's like so shockingly different. It's just like you experience a culture shock. Like we want to build that culture here. And um, I think some of the things we noticed, or I noticed, I guess, and then we started talking about um, is just where are kids missing? I think I think they kind of feel like school is this thing that happens to them. 
not school is this thing that we get to build together. And it's like, we talk about school, like if you say, hey, we're gonna go play Aiken in sports, you're not going to play the building, you're going to play the people, right? And like, <laughs> and like when we say like, hey, we are CI, I think it gets lost on like, oh, that's the teachers, that's the building, that's the whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, that's the people, guys. Like we get to build this together. And so um, how do we start shaping that where this is something that's worth investing in. And this is something that when you invest, you get back more because you put something into it. And just changing that, or if not changing, at least instilling that mindset more um, of like, how do we build that culture here? So it's shockingly different than either what it has been or what we're perceiving it as or what other schools are doing. So that's like part of it. And then I think, so yeah, coming to experience that culture shock, but then also just shocking our own culture and into like, all right, let's like, let's, Whatever it is, there's you know there's the digital distraction piece, there's post COVID piece, there's so many things that are up against the kids and the culture that they're in in school. So how do we just shock that, jumpstart it, and and get something new happening? So that's that's the name piece. Yeah. So that stemmed from we were doing a social emotional learning curriculum, um, which is a state requirement for junior high students, and we had purchased a social emotional learning curriculum SEL. Um, and it was kind of that one fits one size fits all type of thing. It was a presentation that you know students all over the world were using, and it was okay. But it didn't kids, fit. <laughs> yeah, you know, and kids know it when it's not coming straight from us and it's not fitting their reality. And we used it for a few years, and then Andrew and I just kind of said like it's not working as well as we think that it could or that mm-hmm. it should. And so we approached Jen Strom, the principal, and just said, could we put something together? And this was um, last spring. And so we met throughout the summer and just kind of put together a curriculum that we believe is going to meet the needs of our students. And since we both work with these students and have been working with these you know, students at CI for quite a while now, we kind of knew what the students here need versus what a student in Florida needs, right? Um, And so small town, Crosby, and our students um, just trying to meet their needs. And it's continuously evolving. We meet all the time still and just talk about like, what kind of things are you seeing that we could help students with? And then how can we form a curriculum that's gonna meet those needs? And so we meet with seventh graders every single week for 25 minutes during the advisory period. And then we meet with eighth graders every other week for 25 minutes during that advisory period. And and then that, that leadership piece is built into that, right? It's like um, with the previous SEL curriculum, it was just the advisors, like Megan said, just kind of stand and deliver and here's an activity. But um, the big thing with this is that um, eight to 10 kids are paired up with one or two uh, sophomore, junior, or senior leaders who like know their names, who find them in the halls, who give them high fives, who get sought out at restaurants. Like we have mm-hmm. these amazing stories of these just like these relationships that are like these kids are just bonding with their leaders and just like, I saw them at Rafferty's or I saw them mm-hmm. on the on the team or whatever. And there's just this different dynamic of when that kid says, all right guys, this is important. Like just this week we were working on gratitude because it's Thanksgiving. It's just like, how do we rewire our brains to practice gratitude and there's all sorts of like neuroscience behind like habit management in your you know in your brains and whatever but um just the more you practice something the easier it becomes well that we can say that but then to have like a senior or a junior step in aside an eighth grader and be like hey let's write some thank yous it's just like has such a different thing you know and mm-hmm. and and it's not just any random kid it's these these leaders are paired with them for the whole year and so they just keep coming back and keep coming back and so that's I think the 
the big thing that is important is, to this is like, yes, Megan and I can spend as much time as we want coming up with plans of how to come up with lessons or whatever, but it always hinges around the upperclassmen kids are there with them, mm-hmm. you know, so that's, that's key. I think the mentorship aspect has been my all-time favorite part mm-hmm. of Culture Shock so far, just seeing like the two-fold part. So the seventh and eighth graders making connections with kids that are older that they never probably would have had a connection with. I've even seen a couple students show up to volleyball games or football games and they're like, well, yeah, my leader, you know, plays and they invited me. And so, I mean, it's about way more than that. It's building that school culture where like, yeah, I want to be a part of this because somebody that I know is a part of this and now I feel included in it as well. But then also the top-down effect where we're also seeing um, those older kids kind of take ownership over their school and they're like, hey, this is how we should do it. This is what I've learned from my experiences and really taking them under their wings. That's so cool. I, I really appreciate the calling the older kids to that um that leadership role like to because I think so often you know the older kids are told like you're an example you need to be an example all these things and yet they're paired with all of their same age peers throughout Mm -hmm. the day and they don't have a lot of interaction with younger kids so to have that opportunity presented in such a like such a clear way that this is this is how you can show them how to behave it's not just you know be a good example and there's no there's no way to put that into practice I think that's very cool so what I was going to ask you is how did this group the, the older students like how did they get involved and how you onboarded them and brought so, them in so so we sat down Andrew and I this summer and we just talked about like what sorts of students stand out in our minds and it's not necessarily like what students are taking college in the schools classes what students have straight A's it's not Mm -hmm. what student is the captain of the football team or basketball team it's not necessarily those types of things it's more so looking at what sorts of students are going to be really good leaders what sorts of students have some really good life experience to be leaders so some of our you know leaders have different backgrounds that really allow them to take on a perspective when it comes to working with other students that um, we might not have. Well, that is so important because it does seem like for a lot of opportunities, it's always kind of the same group of kids that would take advantage of most of them. And just to recognize, I can see how it would be an asset to have kids that have some of these other maybe less recognized, but very important skills of kindness and welcoming that are going to help build this culture and for those younger students, to, you see like, oh, the reason I really like this person is because they see me and they recognize me and they yep. are inviting me along. Well, I just think how encouraging too for um, the kids who are not getting all of the academic accolades or the you know, athletic, um, these older students that they're being recognized and, and entrusted with something so important. I just think that is... I mean, it's got to be so encouraging for them, too. I mean, it makes me, I want to cry. I mean, it's so, it's so, (laughs) sorry. Um, It's just so sweet to, for them even, to be seen by you guys. Mm -hmm. I think that that is just as important as the younger kids being seen by them. It's, I don't know, when you have somebody older or, um, you know, in, in this place of leadership, look at you and see your humanity. I think that that is Um, I mean, that alone is going to change a life.
So have you guys already started? I mean, we talked with Mrs. Strom a couple of weeks ago, Janelle and I did, and she was so pumped about this program. And she, and along with Dr. Skevlin, have talked about noticing a difference in the culture at school already. And I don't know, you know, they didn't elaborate on that, but just they're so excited about the program and so proud of you guys for, for developing this because Mrs. Strom was like, you know, there are curriculums and they were just like, eh, we can do it better for our students because we know our students. And I think that that's really important to, you know, to personalize it. And um, yeah, I, I think it's cool that they notice the difference. I wonder if you guys, like what kind of differences are you noticing? Well, I mean, so let's just get scientific for a second here. <laughs> um, so we just, we did this interesting activity um, when we had that leader meeting, um, mm-hmm. just to say like, like, what is your perception of just the handful, you know, we have 15 leaders, so it's, it's not a huge cross section, but again, hopefully it represents something. Um, <laughs> and we just, we just gave them four questions and I, um, about like, what do you perceive your grade, like everyone in your, you know, 10th, 11th, 12th, um, kind of on a spectrum from one to five of like, is this, is school the place to be or is it the place to avoid? You know, like, what's your perception of your classmates? Or is um, what we do here meaningful? Or does it really not have meaning? And it was, like, kind of difficult to see. And again, it's just their perception of their classmates, right? So it's not their opinion, and it's not hard data from their classmates. But it was, like, it was it was on the, I don't know, on, on the one to three side instead of the three to five side, right? Mm-hmm. Of just, like, oh, shoot. Like, so when we think about that cultural piece, it's, like, if that's their perception, that's really tough. That's, that's what we want to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so we gave the same questions to our seventh graders in a, um, like a, I don't know, they could answer whatever, click the one through five kind of thing. Um, and it was so fun because it was like, their perception is so much higher. Like when we like mm-hmm. plot that trajectory, it's like we, we got to catch them before, I don't know, before they thought that this wasn't the place to be. It's like, oh no, it actually is the place to be because we're having fun here and we're mm-hmm. engaged with stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, and just even um, giving them that messaging of like, like we talked to like school is what you make it. I hear a lot of students like in my classes saying, is it culture shock day? And then I always like hesitantly say yes, waiting to see like how they're gonna respond. And it's almost always like, yes, what are we doing today? And they just yeah. cannot wait to get in there and get started. Mm-hmm. And so culture shock, we ask, slash require students to interact with other people Mm. you know people that they don't know people that maybe are new to the school people that they maybe have known for the last six seven years but have never talked to and they don't get to choose to just be with their friends or be on their phone or be isolated they are required to interact with other people and I think that is hard for a lot of kids and so sometimes I will hear kids say like oh no and but you can tell it comes from a place of nervousness like of I'm not used to or comfortable interacting with other people. Mm -hmm. And so if nothing else comes out of this year of culture shock, I would love to see um, students get to a place where they're like, oh, I'm comfortable interacting with people. I can cooperate with people who aren't like me or who maybe I I don't necessarily get along with, and I can learn how to do that. You you have to be okay just believing that you're making a bigger difference than than you'll ever hear, Mm -hmm. right? And just like, just go at it with that, like, like you just you're impacting things you don't know about we tell the ki- the leaders this all the time because there's just story after story of of kids coming back years later and saying this person made a total difference mm-hmm. in my life and they never even told that leader that leader's mm-hmm. gone by then or whatever 
I'm encouraged too because I think it's a benefit to be in a smaller school in a smaller town and to be able to learn concretely. It actually makes a difference whether or not I engage. Hmm. So just think about it, culture at large and people's kind of apathy and complaint about most things, but not really rolling up the sleeves and thinking, well, what do I want to see here? And how yeah. am I contributing to that? And like, that's a huge lesson. I mean, I feel like that's the biggest lesson you could learn as a young person. Like what I, what I choose to engage my time and energy with actually matters and mm -hmm. changes the people around me. And then thus kind of keeps it rippling out in that way. You have examples of what you are doing during the time together? Yeah, so we kind of have this um, scope and sequence where our first step is that we want kids to really feel safe in their environment, especially the seventh graders who are coming over to a brand new school building, brand new teachers. Um, we have a ton of new students this year in the seventh grade. And so our first step is really just like making sure that kids feel safe in their environment and understand their environment. And so one of the favorite things that I hear the seventh graders talk about all the time is we did a scavenger hunt throughout the school building. So early on, it really is just like, you have to have a sense that you belong here and you wanna be here, right? So like running around the school, like you don't get to do that, you don't get to run, except a culture shock. <laughs> it's a scavenger hunt, you know? And just like, so just some of that fun of just like, we got to do this thing. And then we really, I mean, it's, it's a long game. Like, um, and, and so like just even simple things like you can communicate, like the showing you're capable thing, right? So we just gave crews um, they got to pick a theme out of a, a cup um, and we gave them a stack of post-it notes and they just had to go to the window or the wall and create a picture out of post-it notes together and, and every group or every person in the group had to be a part of it, right? So it's just like basic teamwork thing, but you can't go back or you can't just say like, hey, you need to be able to communicate and collaborate in a group. Mm -hmm without saying, hey, remember that time yep. where you communicated and you collaborated? Mm -hmm. And so we have to do stuff at first that might seem kind of just like wishy-washy or, oh, you're just doing the fun stuff, where's the lesson? But we, we have to have them have fun and want to be there first, and we have to show them that they can do it first mm -hmm. before we can get to that. So yeah, like Megan said, the responsibility piece of like, this is what we need you to do will come, but it has to come in small doses and they have to be able to just do this stuff and be affirmed in that first. You know, I think it was Mr. Ringhan said once that you can, any, any job can teach a person how to do that job, but they can't teach character at any job. That's something that you grow and develop and, um, and the younger you grow and develop it, the more it's instilled in, in who you are, in the deepest part of you. And you take that into the rest of your life. So I think that, I mean, yeah, this opportunity for kids to, to recognize um, that they matter is like just the best foundation for developing character. And I mean, you guys are doing awesome, so. Yeah, thanks for sharing about the program. It's so exciting to hear about as a parent of a sixth grader. I'm like, awesome, yeah, yeah exactly. two sixth graders coming yeah, in, yeah. so. Yeah. Well, it's exciting. And I know people cool. wanna know more about what's happening in the school and it's, that's, our purpose is we want to share these good things that are happening. Mm -hmm. is, there, is there community support that you need or ways that people could help out or you feel like you can have what you need to? Like In just have an open mind too about mm -hmm. what we're doing, you know, because like we had mentioned with the safe, capable, responsible, it might look like just silliness and fun, but everything that we do has a purpose and we meet and we discuss mm -hmm. it. And, you know, a lot of it is backed by science. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we're not just 
throwing things together. These are really well thought out things and everything has a purpose, even if you might not see it right now. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, there'll, there'll never be a time where it's like, oh shoot, it's Monday. What do we do for culture <laughs> shock? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's, mm-hmm. it's always intentional and there's a reason to every piece of it, even the opening games that we do or whatever, there's mm-hmm. always a reason. So, yeah. Yeah, we're excited about it. Yeah, thanks for being excited yeah, about thank it. Thank you yeah. all so much. Cool. Thank you guys. Thanks so much for joining us today. Don't forget to check us out on our Facebook page, Project Unite, where you can find all the opportunities to get involved in our CI school district. Rangers are better together.